actually have a story. Do you mind if I tell a story? Come on, man. We love stories. That's what, we, what we're here for. Um, one happened recently where I catch up with a, with a mate regularly on a Tuesday morning. Mm. And um, basically, he was like, hey, man, one day we should go out and evangelize. Instead of just sitting here doing our Christian thing, coming every Tuesday, catching up, like, let's actually go and live this gospel. Let's go and, and mm. preach it, you know? Like, hey, man, you know Jesus? Yeah, yeah. Whips his head around. His response is, what if I do? What if I don't? Oh, I've read the Bible. And he's like, yeah, I'm like, well, do you know the story of um, Jesus being the good shepherd? And he's like, uh, no, remind me, you know? I'm like, okay, well, you know, Jesus talks about himself being a good shepherd, that he would leave his 99 sheep to come for the one. Yeah. And I said, no, I feel like you're the one today. Like, I, I don't usually come out here for this. Like, I'm usually having breakfast with a friend. And so we pray. I said, look, just say the simple prayer. You know, it says in the Bible that all you have to do is believe. Yeah. Confess with your mouth and mm-hmm. believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior and you will be saved. He is JMC, Jordan, Magana, Crew. Welcome to the podcast. My name is Toby Zapia and I'm your host. And I'm your host, Susan Zapia. And this is What God Has Done. Where miracles unleash faith. share something real quick um and you're actually part of this and um so and this actually happened the guy didn't didn't know jesus didn't know his story didn't know anything right and um you're smiling because you know where i'm going with this <laughs> but um and this is also obedience yeah because we could have get we could have given up 100 we could have given up the first round we could have given up the second round and we Almost, <laughs> almost, we almost. almost gave up on the third round. Yeah. Um. And what I'm what I'm saying here is, um. So, Jordan leads, um, with me and my wife, um. Pa- uh, pastoring and caring for youth kids, um, and we we do like a youth church on a Wednesday, and um. The kids, we we, we do part of that is like giving. We, we, we'd share about generosity and the kids just, um, I felt like they weren't getting, they weren't getting the message. And I just said to the Lord, I said, Lord, how do we, how do we encourage these, these children? And I felt him say, go get a pair of shoes. Now the pair of shoes were my birthday present shoes and my wife got them on StockX, which is like an exchange that you auction, um, that you have to bid for shoes. And, I'm a size 12 to 13 and she went for it and she got me a size 12, but in that specific shoe in the new balance, um, green, it's a five, seven fours shout out to the new balance wearers. Wow. And, um, I just couldn't fit in it. And I was just like a little bit too small, you know, for that. And, um, so I felt the Lord say, and they'll brand newies. I felt the Lord say, grab those shoes and tell the youth, to put towards funds um, in this shoe to put like any spare change or money they get or anything like that that they can spare to put it in the shoe and then I'm going to tell you the name of the person I'm going to go 
and you're going to go out and you're going to find this guy. I said, all right, Lord, I'll do it. So I grab these shoes. I tell the youth, they're pumped now all of a sudden. They're just coming. They're dropping tens, two bucks. Hey, some people dropping like um, they're, they're dropping 50 cents, five cents, 20 cents, man. They're going all out, 10 cents, whatever they got, man. They're just not in one go, but over the course of like a couple of months, mm. um, they're, they're coming in. They're like, oh, this is for this is for the donation for the shoes. And then I made a prophetic name box and I gave them all a post-it note and a pen and I said, ask God for a name. And we did it as leaders and the kids did it and the majority um, of us got a name called James. So if, if you, James, if you ever hear this, this is about you. <laughs> um, and so James is a guy that we don't know. We thought maybe he's homeless, he needs a pair of shoes. So um, we get to the point and we, we schedule like an outreach and we're praying into it and we say, God, where is it? And he's like, it's like, it's going to be around Melbourne City. Um, it's going to be like Flinders Street. It's going to be around that. So we, 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 jump, we jump in the car on a Friday night. We take the kids out to the city and we're looking for this guy, kind of James. And we're asking people on the street, hey, is there a guy called James? And they're like, yeah, yeah, we know a guy called James. Yeah, he's really tall. And we're like, all right, well, where is this guy? And we're looking for him. Um, no one can tell us where he is, but everyone can tell us that he exists. So we, find, we were thinking, all right, this guy's James. He's tall. And they say, yeah, he gets around in thongs. We're like, great. He's, because he's tall, he'll probably be a size 12 in shoes. And he runs around in, 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 um, in thongs. Mm. And, um, and we're like, okay. But we bummed out because we couldn't find him on that first, that first Friday outreach. It was a killer. It was a killer. But it encouraged the kids because there's all these people out there that are like homeless and they're saying, yeah, there's a guy, his name's James and he exists. So we're like, all right, well, we know God knows that he exists, right? And so we go around to, we go out there and we find this guy, James, and the shoe don't fit him. Yeah, his feet were massive, bro. <laughs> he wasn't just a size 12. I reckon he's at least a 15. I, I know, know, man. Like, and we're just like, man, they're for you. They're going to fit. Try them on. And he's like, he says to us, do you know what he says? He says, please, man, just tell the kids to move away. I don't want to break their hearts. These shoes aren't for me. He's just telling us, you know, we're yeah. like, but you're James. We've been praying for you, bro. Like your name's James. We got you these shoes. God said, he says, it's another James. It's not me. And I feel like, I feel it's not him. Yeah, I felt it was not him as well. I'm like, this, like he's the guy who was described to us the first time. Yeah. But even when we met him straight up, when we first met him, I'm like, I don't think this is the guy. You know, obviously when he put the shoes on, it confirmed it because it looked like Cinderella's foot yeah, yeah. In, his, in the shoe. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, so we had, to, we had to move on, didn't we? Yeah. So we went around the city again looking for, and they, they said that there was like another James. Jimmy. Jimmy, Jimmy. Jimmy sorry, it wasn't James. So it goes yeah, by Jimmy. There's a guy yeah. called Jimmy and Jimmy's like close enough to James. So it's, that's probably your guy. And he's got like a tattoo um, on his face. So we're looking for this guy. We don't find this guy. Some people know him. Most people don't know him. Um, but we, we start calling this guy James. And everyone else, nah, what about Jimmy? Oh, yeah. You know, we kind of know Jimmy. Anyway, long story short, the third time we go out with the youth, I just said, Lord, what, what are we going to do here? We can't, we, can't, we can't disappoint the youth, you know. God, come on, 
I need you to show up, like, in a mighty way, please. And he's like, go get a sign. Go get a sign and write on there that you're looking for James with a size 12 shoe. I said, okay, cool. So I write, I write on, a, on, a, on a black sign um, with a Posca pen. I write, what, what did I write? Uh, we're looking for James and a size 12 foot. <laughs> and the yeah. size 12 yeah. foot. And a size 12 foot. Right, and... Um, and we're we're going around the city. We're holding this sign. The youth's holding it. We're at we're we're at um, we're at Fed Square, Fed Square, Flinders Street. We ended up walking up all the way towards uh, Melbourne Central. Yeah, and people are talking about this sign. They're walking past us, going, "Oh man, I wish I was James." Yeah, like, <laughs> and we, we bumped into a couple of James, and I yeah. just felt the Lord say, "This guy's not homeless, right?" Mm. And and your wife actually she got the same thing. The Lord said, "This guy's not he's not he's not a homeless guy that you're looking for." Yeah, well, originally originally we thought as a youth group, okay, it's it's for someone homeless because we're like, well, money, shoes, yeah, um, you know, he's going to be on the streets of Melbourne. Yeah, so we're like okay, he, he might be a homeless bloke that needs shoes and, and needs a bit of cash. Yeah, you know? yeah. And if yeah, my wife, I remember her being like, "I don't I don't think he's homeless." And you know, the first two times we were strictly looking at like. Homeless people, we went, you know, we weren't asking randoms. We were mm. asking them if they knew a James. Yeah. Um, that was homeless, but we but we're um, getting no luck. Yeah, we're getting nowhere. And um and so we just call it we start calling it a night. Because we we've looked everywhere. And um I remember your wife looking at me going, It's okay. I've I haven't even said a word to her, but it must be just written on my face. <laughs> just the discouragement. I'm just like, God, why? Where are you? Come on, you know? And she's like, it's okay. It's okay. I know. It's okay. Yeah, especially like that Wednesday, I just got up in front of the youth and talked about how God is faithful to his word, yeah. to his promises. Yeah. And then we come out on Friday and it's like, well, this is the third time and we haven't seen the guy that God's talking about. Where's the faithfulness? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. <laughs> and it's like, well, okay, God, you know, and that's what I'm praying leading up to this, like, God, I just spoke about faithfulness. Show your faithfulness. Bring the guy. Let us meet him. Let us give him his shoes. Let us give him his money. And yeah, we got to the end. I think she's seen my face enough as well to know I'm like, okay, I'm done. We're not coming out again. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Sell the shoes. Get the money to somewhere else. We're yeah. doing something else. So just, I think, did I say, I didn't say how much they raised. So the youth raised 160 bucks. Yeah amazing so just months. just like the, and then i start to think well maybe the shoes were just a means to generate some money maybe maybe there's not a trust no but then god told me to make a sign so it has to be you know you kind of start falling into like you question it you question, you question bit, you know yeah. and so it's the 11th hour <laughs> and we get everyone together we're at qv right but walking to qv i see this guy on one of these um electric scooters one or of bike? these uh, no electric scooter he was on an electric yeah. scooter he was zooming around and he just the lord just highlighted him out to me and i thought mm, that's it literally didn't hear that's james that's your guy didn't hear that just heard just saw him highlighted i'm like mm, i wonder why this guy's been highlighted to me yeah okay way too fast for me to yell out to him Way too fast zooming by to stop him, right? He he didn't see the sign. So anyway, we 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 walk we walk into QV, and some of the kids go, oh, "I need to go to the toilet." So anyway, so we've huddled up. He's gone to the toilet. Yeah, sub a couple of kids have gone to the toilet. 
and we're right near the escalator and up comes this guy that the Lord highlighted to me on the scooter. <laughs> and I just go, hey, James. And he goes, what? I said, your name, James? He goes, yeah, how do you know? I said, come here, man. And he's like, what? So I kind of meet him halfway and I said, come here, man. I said, I said I'm a youth pastor. We're part of like, um, there's this youth, we're part of a, a church. There's some youth kids and they've been praying and God gave him your name. I said, what size shoe are you? And he goes, I'm a 12. I was like, man, that's, that's your guy, you know? And, um, and the, and, Everyone was rejoicing, man, you know? And so he, he found it very hard to believe. But, but we give him the shoes, we give him the money, and he's like, oh, look, you know, guys, I don't really, you know, I don't need shoes. Maybe that should go to someone else. And we just said, look, James, do you know about Jesus? And he says, no. I've, I've, I said, have you been asking or searching recently? He goes, I think about it all the time. I think about what this life is about and what there is after, yeah, afterwards and he goes, yeah, he goes, I, I, I think about it, he goes, but I've, I wasn't raised about any type of religion or beliefs or faith. He goes, no, I don't know about Jesus, you know. And God touched him, man. God yeah. gave him a new pair of shoes that every time he wears it, he's going to remember that there was, that God put his name. And we, we had the post-its, man. I was handing it to him saying, what does this say? Says, James. This say? James. What about this one? James. This one, James, that, James, you know, and he's just, just, repeating, James. just repeating his name, you know. <laughs> like a re remix that. That's it. And um, yeah, man, just amazing. And he got to encounter God and I, I led him into repentance and I told him the gospel. I didn't lead him into repentance. I told him the gospel, sorry. I told him the gospel. And I just, I just felt led to say to him, hey, you know, this is the gospel. You've heard it today and you've encountered God in a way. And also received gifts from the king, mm. you yep. know, to you. And that's yeah. There's people who don't don't hear the gospel. And if we if we just would have left, if we didn't wait right to that end, if I never yelled out, what would have happened? Yeah, you know, that's it. I think yeah, it would have been obviously discouraging for us, the youth as well. Yeah, you know, we build up this thing of like, hey man, you guys heard from God. Like, obviously, we're, we're trying to teach these guys that God actually does speak to you. God wants to speak to you. Mm. And when you put yourself in a position of prayer and say, God, I'm ready to hear from you. Yeah. He is going to speak to you. Yeah. You know, so obviously, the, the thoughts would come rushing in your head of like, okay, maybe it wasn't God. You know, is it luck? There's like, no, man, it was God. Yeah. You know? And it's like, hey, here he is. Here he is, you know. And, and that's the whole thing. The same with um this guy from the shopping center it's like it's all a divine appointment amen god god crafts these things and puts people in or puts you in people's lives yeah to tell them the good news to show them how good god mm. is you yep. know like it's it's really beautiful and and all it takes is us to be obedient that's right you know and you see you see it throughout the bible all god wants is someone who's obedient to his word the old testament's obedient to his laws the New yeah. Testament's okay. Be obedient to the fact that you've been saved by grace. So go and freely give. Yeah. Like someone that I really, really love from the Bible um, is is Philip. You know, um, Philip in the Bible, he's, he's chosen by the disciples. Um, 
to to serve to to be and work within the ministry he's not one of the original 12 um but he actually goes and he's preaching to the, to an area um i can't remember exactly where um but he's preaching to these people and revival breaks out because of what he's preaching yep, yep. you know revival breaks out people are being like oh my gosh you know yes the lord and there's actually a a, a guy or like a person who would perform miracles mm. um or witchcraft which a wizard yeah a wizard you know and um even he sees sees Philip and hears his test hears the testimony that yeah. Philip gives, hears about Jesus, sees the miracles Philip performs, and even he then believes. And he tells Philip, I want to be baptized and I'm gonna follow you. Mate, come and, on. And he actually follows Philip around. This guy who the town would actually hold as a person, they actually says in the Bible that they held him up as a person who they said he he works from God. Mm. But he but he do, but he didn't. It was actually the works of the enemy. Um and then they see Philip and he's like, no, nah, this is this is the real this way. This is the real know? way, yeah. So this whole place is in revival. And then they get some of the disciples actually come to then pray on the people and, and give them the gift of the Holy Spirit. But then Philip hears clearly from the Lord, hey, go south. And like, this is what I love. It was, he wasn't like, oh, but you know, my church is in revival. <laughs> oh man, I'm seeing miracles break out here. Yeah. God, why are you calling me somewhere else? That's right. Oh, it can't be God. I started this movement here, God. Yeah. He didn't claim nothing for himself. Mm. I was like, all right, God, yeah, you got this. You're here. You're calling me south? Yes. That's all he says. God says, go south. Yes. Then he ends up meeting this eunuch, preaches the gospel to him. Yeah. The eunuch goes, baptize me in that puddle over there. Mm -hmm. Gets baptized. Boom. The eunuch's, eunuch's whole nas- nation changes as well. Yeah. The gospel then reaches to Africa. Yeah. You know? Like, all because of Philip's obedience. Yeah. You know? And and we and Philip wasn't anyone. Like I don't mean any in bad when I say this, but he wasn't anyone special in the sense that he wasn't one of the twelve disciples. Mm. He was simply a follower of Jesus. Come on, you know, and like us, like us, like any other Christian. Yeah. If you're if you're a born again believer, yeah, you can move in the same way Philip did. Come on, you can you can share the good news, be obedient to His word, heal the sick. Cast out demons. Come on. Like these, these things are what follow. Yeah. These things are what follow to the believer. This yep. is what's given they to the follow, believer. Yep. doesn't say it's what's given to an evangelist. No. No, man. It's given to the believer. That's right. You know? And all it takes for us is to be obedient. When God says, hey, this person needs this, go and do it. Yeah. You know? You as, know? As scary as it may seem. There's, obedience is important because it's what moves God's hand. We're his vessels here on earth. And even in the body, you know, people can be praying for things, man. People can be praying for, oh my goodness, people can be praying for financial breakthrough or something, you know, or just paying their rent, you know. And God could be saying to someone, go give that guy 500 bucks, you know. And they're like, oh, 500, oh gosh, it's a lot, you know. I've got bills myself, you know, Lord, like... They're forgetting yeah. now that it yeah. all comes from him. That's right. Or even someone's looking for a job. And the Lord's saying, go ask your manager if they're looking for people. For this guy. Yeah. He needs a job. Yeah. And you're like, oh, you know, I don't know if I want that guy at my workplace. I don't know if he's going to fit in well. It's n- nothing to do with you, man. Just be obedient. Mm. You know? That's it, man. Give that, guy, give that guy or that family 500 bucks. Go and get that person that job. Go and elevate someone 
Just go do what God's telling you to do, man. You know, it's hard. Yeah. But it's about God being the Lord in your life. Mm. Not you being Lord over your decisions mm. when it comes to this stuff. Yeah. It's allowing the Lord to be Lord in your life and to govern your decisions. Mm. If you want to live life and life to the fullest, as he said, then you've got to follow what he says when he says, you know, and I've, hey, I've been a culprit of that man of yeah. not doing what he says. You know, yeah. we all have, you know, um, I know I have, yeah. but yeah, my heart is that. And my prayer is that I get better at doing it, man. When he tells me jump, I'll say, okay, I'm jumping. Mm. Go do this. I'm doing it. Go donate here. I'm doing it. Go help this person move houses. I'm doing it. Yeah. You know, and this whole podcast is out of obedience. That's it. You know, Amen. That's like true. This, this whole thing, everything that you guys are doing right now, mm. it's all come from a place of obedience, you know, yeah. and that's a regular prayer of mine is like, God, give me ears to hear you. Yeah. For one. And two, give me boldness to step out when you call me to go. Yeah. Come on. You know, and th- and that's what it is. And like, you, you can think, oh man, but you know, oh, like, I don't know. I'm a bit, I'm a bit thing. I'm a bit nervous. I'm, I'm a bit more of an introverted person. Like, yeah, hey, man, introverts go save introverts. Yeah, that's right, man. <laughs> you know? Like, yep. It's so true. Like, sometimes, like you said, with, with the guy I met at the shops, like, he didn't need someone to come up to him. Hey, man, like, do you know Jesus? He needed someone to go, hey, bro, do you know Jesus? Yeah, exactly. Like, he, he, needed, he needed that person. And God's going to use you, yeah. who you are and how you are, mm. to do the work of his ministry. And, and we're all called to it. Share yep. the good news. Yeah, that's so true. You know? And like you, you can think, oh, even, you know, I've got a family, I've got kids. I don't know if I can do that. You know, look at this Philip guy again in Acts 21, the writer of Acts talks about, um, this is verse eight on the next day, we, who were Paul's companions departed and came to Caesarea and entered the house of Philip, the evangelist. So they actually label him the evangelist, yeah, well. you know, who was one of the seven mm-hmm. and stayed with him. Now this man had four virgin daughters who prophesied. And we stayed many days. A certain prophet named Agabus came down from Judea. Like, his obedience led him to Caesarea, for one. Yeah. He had a family. Mm. And then in that, in the way he followed Jesus, in the way he showed his kids what it looks like to follow Jesus, it says his daughters prophesied. Yeah. You know, if, if you think, you know, oh, I'm a, I'm a parent, I, I don't know if I can do this, or you have other commitments in your life, yeah. Like God wants to bless you within those commitments as well. Yeah. So you know, true. All it takes is being obedient to him. Mm-hmm. You know, like, man, one day when I have kids, I want them to prophesy. Yeah. Come on. And and ha- what does that look like? It looks like me being a good example. It will look like me being a good example to them to show them, Hey, this is what it looks like following the Lord. When you're being obedient, this yeah. is what, this is the, f- this is the fruit of the it, fruit. Yeah. You know, and I, I try and preach and do that to the youth now. Yeah. I don't have kids. So to me, they're, they're the people I'm looking after. Amen. You know, all people that I'm discipling. It's like, mm. hey, look, this is how I live my life. Yeah. You know, and I'm not perfect, but look what happens when I'm obedient. Yeah, that's so true. I just feel led to encourage mums mm. right now. Mums, they do so much, man, you know, and they've got, like my wife is, is a mum and uh, we've got a little baby boy, Caleb. He's very cute. And, um, I love him. Shout, Shout out, out to you, Caleb. I love you, son. Um, <laughs> you're my boy. But um, <laughs> I mean, they're busy, man. Mums are busy, you know. But there's a lot 
of mums who are Christians in the shopping centres, man. Monday to Friday, Saturday, and even Sundays after church, man. I mean, you have an assignment, man, and that's to preach the gospel, you know. It's even to say God bless. It's even to ask Holy Spirit, I'm picking up, you know, something here. I needed to get a special bottle or something, whatever, for, for, for my child. Or I was going to this specialty shop and there's this attendant. Lord, what word do you have for this person? You know, because it's as you go, man. Yeah. You know, you're going to do your shopping. That's great. But you can stop someone. You weren't, you weren't waiting in an aisle to use an ATM when you, when you spoke to this guy, Jordan. No, you no. walked past him, man. Yep. Turned around and spoke to him, you know. And I want to encourage, like, there's, there's women out there, mums out there, you know. You walk in a pram. You may walk past someone and the Lord says, say something to that person. And it's just slowing down, listening to his voice and saying, hey, excuse me. Sorry, I'm a mum, got some kids, but I'm a Christian. I hear from God. God wants to say something to you. You know, I was feeling in fuel the other day. Actually, there goes my reward because I'm sharing it, right? But I was feeling in fuel and um, there was a guy and he walked in. The Lord said, tell him everything's going to be okay. And can I tell you, friends, I walked near the door and I went, okay. Mm. And my heart starts to thump, man. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. And I just walk up to this guy. I go, hey, man, how you going? He's like, good. And he's, he's just getting, he's getting a couple of Cokes out of the fridge. And he's, he's a trade, you know. And I said, hey, man, listen, I'm, I'm a Christian. Um, I speak to God. God speaks to me. And God's got a word for you today. And that is everything's going to be okay. I don't know if that resonates you with you at all, but that's all I want to say to you. And he's just stumped. This guy's stumped. And he's frozen. Mm. He just doesn't know what to say. And he just says, he just nods and he goes, thanks. You know, but I knew that spoke to him. Whether he wanted to say something to me or not, whether he wanted to agree or say, yeah. Sometimes you get those, you know, oh my gosh. Wow. How do you know that? Yeah, I'm a Christian. I've left the... You know, sometimes you get that, man. But sometimes you don't get that. But it doesn't mean that God didn't tell you to do that. And it doesn't mean just because his reaction is that or her reaction is that doesn't mean otherwise. That's it. And and that's literally the definition of faith. Yeah. Faith is faith is the is the belief in things that are unseen. That are unseen, yeah. That haven't happened. Yeah. So we just got to be obedient. And you speaking to that man, he probably does have something going on. Yeah. And then he goes back, he's in his car, he's driving home, or he comes home to his partner, his wife, whatever he has, and he's, his wife's complaining. Oh, man, this is going on, this is going on. And he finds and the strength the sudden, in that encounter, man. He goes, oh, man, I heard this guy tell me today that uh, everything's going to be all right. It was just so random, babe, you know? Yeah. But yeah, he reckons he speaks to God, but pff, you know, we don't believe in God. But hey, he said everything's going to be okay, so... I believe it's a sign from the universe. Whatever yeah, he's yeah, going to say, yeah. you know, <laughs> he's going to say something like yeah. this. Yeah, but for for us, for us as as a believer, we as know. somebody um, who who is out there, like being obedient is one, and number two is yeah, you might not get the reaction you're thinking you're going to get, mm. but um, hey, that's why we have faith. That's right. We have faith in a good God, 
a God who is faithful. Yep. That if he wants to speak to somebody, you may not see what that looks like, but the fruit of, that will come from it yep. is, is, is amazing. And like, I think the only time, I, I, I hope, I don't know what heaven looks like, but I hope that when I get there, like I heard lots of people always say like, you know, oh, there's like, you'll see like a, a sea of people. Yeah, that you've affected, and they'll and they'll come up to you and go, "Hey, man, remember this time you you did this, and you or you said this to this lady, or she then ended up saying it to me, and then I believed in Jesus." Like, well, there's like you know different things like that, and having this uh, uh, eternal mindset or this mindset of eternity, yeah, um, really is something that I've I've dived into lately since the man at the shopping center because like didn't know that his time was going to be up. I didn't know he was going to well, die right. in two how, weeks. How do we? Know? How are we know? supposed to know? Exactly. So how are we meant to know? But part, the part that scares me or the part that I'm like, oh my gosh, like, you know, the people I work with, the people I, I see at the shops, I don't want to get to judgment day or the day when, you know, Jesus is saying, oh, look at all the things that happen in your life. And people be on the other side of the road there going, man, why didn't you tell me how beautiful it was? Man. Why didn't what what why were you so afraid to tell me what could be waiting for me in eternity? Because we're all eternal beings. We're, That's right. We're we're all going to be eternity somewhere. That's right. Yeah. Just it's where? either with God or without, without God. Him. Yeah. And without God is what in the Bible is described as hell. Yeah. So it's like, man, the people that you're around, the people that you see, they got they got two places they're going. And sometimes it comes down to you being obedient to help them shift to the other side. Because you know, the good thing is, the people that you see, not only do they have an eternity, but 2,000 years ago, Jesus died for them. That's right. Every single person. Every single one of them. You know? And it, it, it's, it's really crazy to think that these people not only can, by one choice, save their whole eternity. That's right. And it's, can come through our obedience to the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Like it, it's something that's really been rocking me lately is man. I don't know when anyone's time's up, but I don't want to be a person that someone would say to me and go, Hey man, you were, were you really that afraid? You know, mm. like, and we're, we're not to know if you tell somebody about Jesus, they might tell you to, to go get, yeah, they might tell you to rack off, you know, but um, that's a seed. And that's why I always say, like, it all comes down to obedience. It all comes down to obedience because yeah. that might be the first time they hear it or maybe, hey, guess what? Yesterday, someone told them the same thing. Then all of a sudden they go, why Why do I have people coming up to me? That's happened to me, man. On the daily going, yeah. Jesus loves you. So many people yeah. have that testimony. You yourself, you know, yeah. have that yeah. testimony of like, okay, God, if you're real, show yourself to me. And then boom, next three days, back to back to back. Random person. Hey, Jesus loves you. Hey, Jesus wants to know. Jesus wants to let you know. He hears you. He sees you. Yeah. He knows you. Yeah. He died for you. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, what these people don't see, or you, those, you might get brushed off. What you don't see happen, you know, comes to fruition later down the track because yeah, yeah. the Holy Spirit will do the work. Your contribution. Yeah. The Holy Spirit will do the work. Mm. We're all, we're all called to do it. Yeah. You know? Um, and the Holy Spirit's just going to do what he's going to do, but we just got to do our job mm. of uh, plant the seed and water it. That's it. Amen. There's no time like the present. No. 
I guess our encouragement here is the testimony is the most beautiful thing at the end. Yeah. But it starts off with us stepping out and saying things. And yeah, of course, you may say, oh, we're not like you guys. You guys are extroverts. You're on a podcast and you're talking about it. But, you know, we're scared too, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> we're scared. My palms we're are sweaty. Man. My palms are sweaty. Yeah. My palms are sweaty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I'm, yeah, I'm scared when I speak to people. I really yeah. am. My heart's thumping. I've got a hundred thoughts racing through my head. What are they going to say? What are they going to think? Mm. Yeah. And, and, and honestly, the, re- the rejection isn't even that bad. Like, I think that's the biggest thing is we feel what people are going to say, what people are going to think of us. Mm. But the rejection isn't that bad. You know, we just had a testimony of um, at our church, we had an intensive with our Bible college on sharing Jesus confidently. Yeah. You know, and as a part of that, um, we went out and shared shared the the good news with people in in the in the in the um shopping centers locally and one of the guys came back and it was his first time ever going out and and sharing the gospel mm. and he's been a christian for a little while now and um he came back and we said oh anyone have any stories of rejection he's like yeah i got i got something like what happened he's like oh people just told me like oh no i'm good thanks and his his face was lit up because he's like, it's actually not hard. That's right. That's he's like the rejection's not even that bad. People just told me, no, nah, I'm all good. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Like, he goes, it's so easy. He goes, the gospel is simple, and the rejection isn't even that hard. Yeah, you know, because ultimately everyone in this world is looking for Jesus. That's right. Whether they want to admit it or not. And when we bring it to them, man, Boom. change lives, change their eternity. Amen. Through the work of the Holy Ghost. Amen. That's so good. Hey, bro, thanks for jumping on. Um, I love you, man. And thanks for sharing your insight. And I hope this really encourages someone. Click like, subscribe, send it off. Um, comment down below. If you want to support us, um, there's ways to do so in the comments. But I guess we'll catch you next time on What God Has Done. Thank you for listening to our podcast. That's it for today. If you like our content, please click like and subscribe. And we'll see you next time. Bye for now.